This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Sports Better's Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network. All right, Jimmy out along with professional handicapper Aaron Renning and ER. I was with you on the Jets. I found three and a half as well. If Ooh. you have the Red Zone channel, well, I watch all the games of the sports book, but I got to think that they occupied maybe 75% of the, uh, <laughs> the early games because they lived in the Red Zone and then – Whew, man, just could not push it in over and over and over again against Minnesota. That was a tough one. That was uh, really tough, Jimmy. I tell you what, it seems like the story of my year. I'm not one to make excuses or whatever, but uh, some of these weeks I've had a hard time catching breaks. And, you know, it just, um, yeah, it just, and, you know, look, the Jets got down. Their defense didn't play that great at times, but. You, you watch that game, you go through that box score, it, it's hard to find the reasons why that team did not win. Uh, there's no question that they've rallied around quarterback Mike White that that uh, offense has improved quite yeah. a bit. They do have playmakers to work with. Vikings somehow, some way, uh, get it done again, Jamie, and ser- seemingly didn't deserve to, but... You know, really frustrating uh, down on the goal line a number of times that, you know, kind of the drop touchdown uh, there at the end. And, you know, it, it just the way it went, you know, if they score, you know, there was chances where they would have to go for two or just so many different scenarios uh, in that game. But if they scored a touchdown, you're going to be sitting pretty good with plus three, certainly plus three and a half. Um, so, yeah, that was a, a tough one to take. Um, certainly one. You know, you go through the box score, and, and yeah, they, they, they definitely let one get away and should have won that game. You know, in college and pro, and I see a lot of short yardage situations, and uh, rules are made in football or any sport because to try and prevent teams from gaining an unfair advantage. I cite you the Bush push in South mm-hmm. Bend, Indiana. Liner doesn't get in without Reggie Bush pushing him. That was a that was a rule at that time. Abating the runner is no longer a rule. It is in uh, our high school uh, in Louisiana, but it is not in college and pro. And it's going to be changed back eventually because right. when they're pushing and one guy uh, tears an ACL, they're going to like, this was dumb. Why yeah. do we allow this? And they'll go back and they'll be a reactive instead of proactive. But while you can do it, it's kind of like th- in college, throwing a ball behind the line of scrimmage, completing behind the line, so you can block downfield. In the pros, and I've been around coaches, pro coaches will say, we would do that every time if it was allowed in here. So do it on short yardage. The Eagles, I see your hat, 
They do it. And I understand right. Jalen Hurts squats like 600 pounds. Right. I know he's a really strong guy. But do it. It works. Yeah, you, you've really seen teams, you know, push the issue this year. You know, once one team starts to do it, then everybody has to do it. Obviously, the Jets uh, missed that memo and didn't do it. But, you know, you even see now where the team run the guy in motion. And then he's right yes. there uh, yes. to help push uh, as well. So, you know, at least try it one play. You know, it's always tough. You're, you know, you're down there at the one-foot yard line, and you see passes on third down. You see passes on fourth down. So, uh, yeah, no, you, it, it works, you yes. know. I mean, TCU, the, uh, the national coach of the year, Sonny Dykes, he's going to get it, and he deserves it. But do it. I mean, D- Duggan doesn't care if you push him from behind. Nah. And it's uh, there it was just a lot of uh, situations where they just – did not do it. Speaking of those Jets, and man, they they are a different team. Boy, imagine them. And I understand injury is a part of the game, but to have Brees Hall as a weapon as well. This this offense is breathing all of a sudden instead of some of the the the, the miserable efforts uh, for most of the season. Buffalo, uh, that boy, Josh Allen looks sharp in that Thursday night game. Now they have the mini buy. They're back at home. This is a big number, though. Nine and a half, the Bills are over the Jets. Yeah, I had to come back with the Jets. I, I just been betting the Jets. Um, I, I really think a lot of this team, I mean, defensively, uh, again, they had a couple lulls last week. And, you know, against a team like Minnesota, you're going to have that. But, um, you know, they, they're they solid at all three levels on defense. They really put pressure on the quarterback. And they put pressure on the quarterback – without doing a lot of blitzing, which, you know, that's that's what you really like to see. So, um, you, you know, you saw them. They, they won the first game uh, against Buffalo. So when you can pressure a quarterback, it doesn't matter uh, who you are back there. It, it makes for a much tougher situation. And Josh Allen's not exactly Josh Allen. You know, he's going to, you know, drop down a notch or two uh, from Superman, I guess you could say it. But, um you know, that Jets pressure and that Jets defense really makes this a different equation. And, you know, like like I just talked about, uh, this Jets offense uh, looked loads better, world's better, really. Uh, the plays that they made, really, to, to get inside the red zone, number one, they hit, you know, fourth down and ten play. There's talent to work with. There's talent at the wide receiver position. Just get them uh, the ball. Like you said, they're they're missing it. Uh, at running back here. And, you know, I'm not afraid to, to go against this uh, Buffalo team, certainly when you're not asking them to win. And obviously you could look back when they win, they win by double digits. That's, that's certainly the trend uh, with Buffalo. But maybe they don't win this game. And, you know, that, that defense is a little bit different. You didn't see it last week without Von Miller. They didn't really miss a beat. I don't know what was going on with that Patriots offense, but – um, they certainly had their issues and did not look um, they, uh, look more like the unit they did early on in the season. And again, for you know, for for everything about Josh Allen, this this offense still has that quarter quarter and a half, two quarters uh, where they kind of stumble over themselves and do not look that good. So uh, a lot of this was with the number, Jimmy. A lot of it was what I wanted to bet to come back with the Jets again. If you go through the box score, that was uh, they should have won that game. Uh, last week, but um, you know, I, I, you know, you have your top teams in the AFC, no question about it. Kansas City, Buffalo, but I think the Jets are right there on that next level. So I got to take the big points with them. 
Yeah, now that their offense is doing something and they just don't have to win games uh, by, you know, just not turning the ball over and creating turnovers. Uh, you know, we t- talked about Brees Hall, but another rookie uh, running back in, uh, in, in Zonovan, <clears throat> Zonovan Knight, number 27. Uh, first action, uh, the second game, rather, uh, of the season. So, against Chicago, he had 14 rushes for 70 yards, and this week he had 15 for 90. And he had the last two games also, the only two games he's played, three receptions for 34 yards and five against Minnesota. So he's getting some touches and giving, giving him something, trying to absorb that. He's not Brees Hall, but at least he's giving him something out of the backfield, both rushing uh, and receiving. Jets are a, a much improved team. There's no doubt uh, about that. All right, Miami uh, hit a long play early, and then it got roughed up even after Jimmy Garoppolo went down, I think after one or two series before Brock Purdy came in. Hey, note to uh, guys coming out early, quarterbacks in college football. Uh, 40-something starts does help you prepare for the NFL. So uh, that's how many starts he had in uh, Ames, Iowa for the Cyclones. Chargers, uh, they had protection issues uh, last week in Las Vegas. Herbert was having to get rid of the ball very quickly, and he's still getting hit a lot. Miami staying on the West Coast, going from Santa Clara to Los Angeles here, catching three and a half. Yeah, the in Miami obviously, you know, struggled with that San Francisco pressure. You knew they were uh from an offensive line standpoint missing their their top two tackles here. They were able to bring someone in this week to help. We'll see if Armstead plays. I'm not counting on that in this bet. Uh I was surprised they talked about it as close as they did, but I'm I'm not counting on him to play. It's certainly a big loss. Um, you know, maybe the one thing that that was going to keep me off uh, this, but you know, this Chargers team has, and I like the Chargers a lot coming into the season. I liked them a lot last year, but this is just you know, right now, this is not the Chargers team that you know you you thought that it was going to be to start the year, and, and certainly going back to last year, you know, you're right. Number one, uh, you know, Her- Justin Herbert's can be good, but he is skittish because he does have zero time in that pocket and. You know, you're talking about a Raiders team that has had a lot of difficulty getting to the quarterback this year. You know, they had Max Crosby, and that's about it. Chandler Jones, you know, last week's what do you have? Three sacks, only had a half sack coming in. You know, the, the Raiders' defense is not good. They cannot pressure the quarterback, and you know that offensive line for the Chargers made that that uh, Raiders' defense uh, look like a uh, top five unit uh, in the NFL. Now they were missing their center. They're hoping to get him back but you know the left tackle Slater ever since he went out as Herbert got beat up a little bit I mean it is quick short passes get rid of the ball as soon as possible um you know he he see uh, Keenan Allen get back in the fold but you know he doesn't have time uh for for any kind of these routes to develop uh downfield now you know Miami has had some issues getting the quarterback they're trying to fix that uh, with what they're they're doing, obviously they bring in Chubb from Denver uh, at midseason, and you know just like I talked about, the Raiders had issues getting to the quarterback all year long. It's just where this Raiders uh, offense is, and you know again this is a trend. This is the way it's looked for two, three weeks now, four weeks uh, for this Chargers offense. So um, and then you know no, not much home field. There hasn't been any home field here for the Chargers uh, playing in L.A. Uh, Miami offense, you know, 
a lot of teams are going to struggle against that San Francisco defense. It is uh, one of the top units in the NFL. Uh, Bosa just brings a, a world of trouble. I like the mentality after the loss for the Dolphins. I don't think it was as bad as the final score indicated. Obviously, uh, the two a fumble, San Francisco kind of a uh, not a pick six, but a, a fumble return for a touchdown to to make it a what a sixteen point game. So it was a little bit closer than that. But you know, I, I think it was a Dolphins team that maybe need to get hit in the mouth and make some adjustments here from an offensive standpoint. Um, you know had to go against Bosa last week. You don't have to go against the brother Bosa this week, still out for the Chargers. Again, from an offensive line, a defensive line perspective, this Chargers team is not close uh, to where they were to start the season. We've seen this uh, Charger defense kind of wear down uh, as the season has gone along, as the the you know the halves to the quarters have gone along. By the fourth quarter, uh, this defensive unit has looked gassed. Now, you got uh, one of the faster teams in the NFL, uh, obviously on on the turf here. So I think the uh, Dolphins are able to pull away and, and get this one uh, by over three in the fourth quarter. All right. Uh, so Miami uh, against uh, the Chargers in that one. And you, you mentioned Armstead. Armstead's as good as it gets, but yeah. his availability is always right. in question. It has been for many many years. So in. Uh, and uh, we'll uh, we'll see about the Chargers again. Like you said, uh, the Raiders twenty eighth in sacks in the NFL, and we're constantly pressuring Ooh. Justin Herbert last week. All right, uh, Carolina uh, is uh, back in action uh, this week, and they'll travel to take on Seattle. Give Geno Smith some credit there. Uh, the late touchdown drive uh, that was uh, after the Rams scored to take the lead twenty three to twenty. So uh, Smith to uh, uh, to Metcalf. For the game winner in the 27-23 win there. Panthers off of a bye. Just them and uh, Arizona had a bye last week. Going to Seattle. Seattle's three-and-a-half point favorites at home. Yeah, shorter card this week uh, in the NFL, Jimmy. It wasn't easy uh, to find uh, three solid plays here uh, early in the week. But this is my last one in, and I'm going to go with Carolina. Interesting, Jimmy, because I played the Panthers uh, overseason wins, and... When I made the bet, it, it, a lot of it was just off my power ratings. It wasn't on my opinion. I thought I, I was really troubled because, you know, I, I thought there was going to be some pressure on Matt Rule. And the, their, the start of their schedule is really, really hard. You know, I liked every team they played. It was going to be difficult. And I was just like, boy, the trouble I have with making this bet is they could really start slow and Rule could get fired. It could just all go south. And it kind of happened that way. Yeah. And I'm just like, I, you know, I got no chance to win this bet. And, you know, remember when Rule got fired, it's like, hey, Panthers are going to tank. They're done. You know, they're going to lose every game the rest of the year. That's not exactly how this is working out right now. They've won a couple games. They've kind of rallied around Wilkes. I, I don't know what the, the problem here was with Rule. Uh, but they they just were not playing for him. He did not relate to the NFL type of player. Uh, now, especially from a defensive standpoint, uh, these Carolina players have kind of rallied uh, around Wilkes here. And, and again, there's some talent uh, on every level uh, of the defense here. And, and they've come together and they've played. And they've been able to string together and win some games. Now you get a week off, um, you know, 
Sam Tartle and this offense has a chance to get better. They have some talent to work with at the wide receiver position. So from a talent perspective, you know, this team's on par with a lot of others uh, in the NFL. I mean, again, on paper, this is a eight and a half win. This is a 500 team. And, you know, the, for whatever reason, they've kind of rallied here. They've come together. And, again, from a defensive perspective, uh, this team's better than Seattle. Boy, that Seattle defense has had their issues. We saw New Orleans go up and down the field on them early on uh, in the campaign. You know, they, they've they've been able to rally at times and play a little bit better. But, again, it just kind of comes down to what you have. Uh, Legion of Boom is a long way in the uh, distance uh, in the mirror here. Uh, you know, that Rams offense, uh, yeah. not good, has not been good all year. They moved the football. Uh, they were able to run the ball. And, they, you know, that's where this Carolina team is. You know, they they made it very clear, and Wilkes very conservative. They're going to run the ball, play, play play action. You know, when you're getting points, that's not the worst thing uh, in the world here. So, obviously, that Seattle, uh, this team has been better uh, than we thought. You know, again, it's funny because if you go back to the preseason and certainly things have changed, these two teams were expected to be about the same. Um, So, you know, there's not that much difference. I think you have Carolina in a good situation. Seattle off that division game where they had to win on the road. So I'm going to take the points. I think we have a field goal game. And I'm going to take, what, the three and a half here with the Panthers. Yeah, Carolina Foreman has been a really nice uh, stepping in for McCaffrey as the lead back as well uh, for the Panthers. And, yeah, Mayfield is just – it's got a – it's just a (laughs) – there's a reason San Francisco is saying, no, we're good. Uh, They're going to go with Mr. Irrelevant instead of, uh, you know, picking up a Baker Mayfield. So, uh, and and you mentioned about rule, too. Guy that coached in the NFL, always labeled an NFL. Then he goes coaching college, has some success – and then he, then it was inevitable he was going to go back in and in, in coach in the NFL. And all of a sudden, his years in college football had groomed him to a certain style that wasn't really working mm-hmm. player relation-wise in the NFL, very much like Nick Saban, uh, who he was a defense coordinator in Cleveland, coached at LSU, went to Miami, and they were about to run – the players about to run his ass out of there. Right. And he, I then remember he went that. back to Alabama. Yeah. yeah. I tell you, who's Matt Rule's agent, Jimmy? I mean, he's getting some amazing deals. Uh, I mean, just a, a deal unheard of when he became coach of the Panthers. Now he lands on his feet uh, in Nebraska. So uh, he, he's, I, uh, he's doing it good that way. I'm surprised he took that job, too, because he could afford to sit out. And that is – well, I guess you could – they have so many failures that have lined up that you, you mean, what, what if you're just another line of failures? But the resources, I'm surprised he took on that challenge. You I think know, he could have got a much better job. Yeah, you know, it was funny because he was just quoted as, you know, what went wrong or what did you do? If you could do it over, what would you do? And he said, uh, well, I wouldn't take the Carolina Panther job. And then he, you know, he signed up for this Nebraska job, which didn't make a lot of sense if you're going to say I, I wouldn't have taken that job, right? Yeah, he's on his way to take the Giants' job. Stopped in for a courtesy visit with um, yeah. the hedge fund guy, and he gave him like three times as much as what the Giants was. Yeah. But then he also kind of 
you know, was uh, involved in the revolving chair at quarterback as well. So kind of stepped in uh, on his toes yeah. a little bit there. ER, let's get it going here. Carolina plus three and a half. Miami plus three and a half. And the Jets plus nine and a half. No, the Dolphins Aaron, minus three. I'm sorry, minus three. Minus three in that one at uh, the Chargers. All right. Carolina plus three and a half. Miami minus three and a half. And the Jets plus nine and a half. For Aaron Renning, I'm Jimmy Ott on the Sports Betters Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network.